Welcome. I hope you enjoyed the conversation you're about to witness between me and another comedian. These are conversations I'm calling Disorganized Religion. God bless. And for any atheists out there, may nothing await you after this life. There is hope for you today. Come to Jesus, he is the way. Dude, welcome. I'm so happy to be back doing this with you, by the <laughs> I'm way. I'm so glad. Okay. Hey, for everybody who forgot that we did this, uh, yeah. we're back. I'm Seth Lawrence, host of Disorganized Religion, my co-host and fantastic on-air producer and good friend, Travis Clyburn. How you doing, everybody? Joining me today. Praise be. <laughs> Praise be. Praise be. Uh, welcome, man. I'm so glad to be back. I'm glad this is happening again. Got a new setup. Do yeah. You know? The Looks world be- ended and started again, so we're here. <laughs> we're you know? back. We're back. I want to hear about your life. What have you been up to oh. since the pandy? Well, you, you stayed here, right? Yeah. I did. I didn't. I, I, I stayed for as long as I could. And in August 2020, uh-huh. me and the wife went to, we originally went to. You and the now wife. New and now wife. I got them married. <laughs> I'm no longer sitting in the eyes of the Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're good now. We can be friends again. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Not yeah. that I'm not having those premaritals. You know? <laughs> right. Oof, that heathen practice. <laughs> exactly. Now everything's kosher. Yeah, good. And when did you get married? Uh, we got married October 2021. Man, so what was it like getting married in the pandemic? It was uh, it was tough, but not that tough because it was Ohio. And they, okay, they don't care. Uh, yeah, they didn't care too much about <laughs> about much. That in uh, since we are since I am the filthy non-believer on this podcast, <laughs> right? We didn't want to get married in, in Ohio. You get married at a church or a barn. Sure. One or the other. And sure. The wife is from Miami, Florida, and she was pretty anti-barn. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which I, I checks out All for right. me. I'm like, I spent plenty of times in barns. I don't need. I don't need any more barn. Yeah. So we had to rent out a little music hall, and then my best friend Zach Weiner, uh, plug, is, uh, he's got a, a restaurant called Jolly. Oh. And so we did the reception in his restaurant. Yeah. Had just the best food. Oh, that's great. Ever. So what yeah. What kind was, of food does does he do? Oh, dude, it, he, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like. Um, I could tell you some of the items are like short ribs and stuff like okay. that. Like he would, he, the way he would describe it, because he's such a culinary genius and such yeah. a great chef, would be like something, something Asian fusion, something, oh, okay. something like incredible. Shit, though, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he even does stuff as simple as like a chicken sandwich, but it'll be the best chicken sandwich. You've Interesting. Ever in your okay. Life. So yeah, we nice. uh, we did the reception there. It was a small wedding. Obviously, yeah. didn't invite yeah. too many people. Um, only like 30 people. Yeah. Like Which is the way to do it. Uh, yeah, I yeah. agree. Don't Small weddings s- are the way to go. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you get less uh, gifts, I guess. I guess. But you could also just do an online registry. Yeah. You know, just send it out also, to people. Oh, and also her, uh, her dad agreed to pay for it, which was... Oh, that's great. Which got me... Yeah, very, right. Very you were on the fence before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, because like we were to the point if he never agreed... To, we didn't even ask him to do it. He just said he wanted to do it, which yeah, was awesome. That's great. We were going to like... Vegas wedding it we didn't care. oh yeah you're gonna elope yeah 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 yeah. just 30 no, bucks drive through exactly yeah. done deal go to this uh the north hollywood uh three minute <laughs> wedding or whatever it is <laughs> yeah on the corner of magnolia and uh yeah. Royal canyon although they probably would have been shut down probably because everything cause so what was your experience staying here because i mean October. it was nothing yeah it was wild were you even allowed to go to church or anything like, no no i mean so we did um outside there was there was a stretch, and I don't remember now, but there was a stretch of a few months where it was just like, "Hey, you're meeting at home as a family," and oh, that wow. lasted for quite a while. And then when I'm sure Zoom 
stuff started And then Zoom, right? well, what, what happened was they went from home church to then optional, I mean, you know, church is always sort of optional, but right. it, they were saying, we're going to ha- have meetings outside. Okay. And if you want to attend, great. If not, you know, totally up to and you, whatever you feel safe doing. And that lasted about a year, the outside oh, meetings. Wow. Then we moved inside and started Zooming it from okay. inside. Yeah. Gotcha. And so how long have you been able to go back like normal? Normal? Really, it's been... Around years, it's only been a few months yeah, since it's been normal, really. Yeah, it's been like maybe... I mean, we were back inside with masks on and the social distance stuff enforced right. for a good stretch. Can't it's be been right. a few months now that it's like normal, normal. Right. You know, you're going back, no masks, you know. It's also, I guess it's good that you guys uh, took it seriously, too, because some religious places around the country were like, yeah. screw it, and then all their <laughs> old people were dying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's well, in our cool. area, our ward, our congregation met that way, you know, kind oh, of gotcha. prescribed by the CDC. But it was very much up to the bishops or the, the congregational leaders. Right. And we had other congregations that we share a building with just not meet at all. Oh, wow. And okay. so They're getting even way more seriously or, yeah, or we're worried about it more yeah i mean it depends on you know it was like were they lazy and they were just like finally <laughs> we're not doing this anymore <laughs> right, yeah. or was it like we're just gonna be uber safe and right, let people right. but we had we had members from those congregations contacting our leader you know our bishop being right. like hey can we meet with you because we're dying for like yeah, social interaction right yeah Especially the, I imagine removing the community element of that's the thing from my childhood that i missed about uh going to church is yeah that, a huge community element. Yeah, it's a huge aspect of any group. I mean, anytime yeah. you're joined to a group, right. the whole reason you're in the group. Oh yeah, it's you know, a big you know, not the whole, but a big part of it is right. the people in the group. Oh, that's why I've even missed you, all the open. Oh, micers, I know. You know, I know. Yeah, all those <laughs> kind-hearted and joyous, <laughs> positive open micers. I know, and you know what? Uh, a little dark to say, but uh, I'm amazed at how many comics didn't kill themselves. Right. Uh, a shocking amount, given how yeah. depressed I know comics tend to depressed be. Depressed and godless. I was really, yeah, I was really yeah. worried about them. Yeah, I was then, too. Uh, no, a lot of them. Yeah, I think if anything, they kind of enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there was a group. I don't know if you started doing this with you know because we all have kind of our pockets of like really good comic right, friends, yeah. but um, some started meeting o- up over Zoom and doing Jackbox games, oh, like yeah, online no, kind of gaming stuff. Oh, that's awesome. So yeah. So I've heard and about it. I joined smart. in like once or twice with some, but yeah, and I did. I did a few Zoom shows. Yeah, uh, which I'm sure you did as oh, well. Oh yeah, yeah. And, uh, that's uh, it's murder. Of sh- <laughs> I mean, it was better than nothing. Yeah. but not by much. Right, a yeah. marginal step up. Yeah, it's um, it's also like again, everything in comedy is timing. Yeah, and like the time, like there's a, a fraction of a second. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you tell a joke and you go, huh? <laughs> Yeah. And then, like, you go, oh, well, I guess it didn't get laugh. Then you start talking, and then they start laughing, and you're like, wow. Oh, gosh darn it. Yeah, right. So you right. really have to slow game it. Like, yeah. Really. Well, I, I, f- I made kind of the other choice was I would just barrel through and trust that they smart. would laugh yeah. and then just keep I've, going. I did that a few times. You know? But, yeah, it's, it, it definitely helped me be more comfortable with silence, the right. Zoom shows. Can I ask you something? Yeah. How... Uh, was it going through the pandemic and the stress of of it uh, and not being drunk most of the time? Because that's how I <laughs> oh, handled it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be honest. <laughs> you just went into non-sobriety. I was, yeah, I was just like, let's just get drunk. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. I will it say helped. it was like the rest of life. Oh, for you. Know? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> so. this is normal. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, fair. No, it was okay. I mean, we yeah. were home with our kids and, and my nice wife. And that's you have your, you had your own. 
Yeah, we had our own little community that we'd made. Yeah, Uh, to create it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Just for that purpose. Um, My wife loved the pandemic. Oh, really? You know, we hated the death, but she loved (laughs) me being stuck at home. That was her favorite part. Because she was like, what shows are you doing tonight? (laughs) Because she knew I wasn't going anywhere. So, yeah, it was, you know, it it was great for our family. And it was great religiously, too, because that's the way I think... In the eternities, that's what's it. That's what it's going to be. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. Religion right. is for the family. You know, right. it's to help the individual and the family. And so, how does it work exactly in in the afterlife? You like, you, uh, what do you guys believe specifically? Like, because I everyone jokes says you get your own planet, but yeah. like, that's kind of oversimplifying it, right? I mean, kind of, but also yeah. not really. Oh, really? I'm yeah, sick. yeah. Like we. So <laughs> I mean, that's rad to me. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, if planet. you're gonna believe in something made up, may as well go the whole way. <laughs> You know? Yeah, fair. Yeah, so we believe that there's a Heavenly Father and a Heavenly Mother up up there in heaven. Oh, you guys almost have a... Right? You get two gods almost. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so our purpose for being here on Earth is to become like them. Okay. Right? So so the afterlife, ideal, ideal afterlife, tip-top heaven, is becoming a god and a goddess. Where you're oh, making your planets, wow. making universes, making right. spirit children to then send them to Earths that we make elsewhere. That's rad. Yeah. You guys are kind of like pre-multiverse theory then. Right, right. right. Yeah, each, exactly. Each Mormon gets a universe. That's rad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So then it's trippy to be like, yeah, but there has to be a beginning, right? So right, and where also did it like, begin? How did it begin? Uh, if you create your own family unit, then do you not get to hang out with your parents anymore? So, so you're kind of spending time as a couple, mostly, right? Mostly, okay. But, but the temples, all those buildings, normal people can't go in. Uh, oh, we, yeah. we use those <laughs> temples to perform ceilings, which okay. goes along with a marriage. So when you're gotcha, married, okay. you're also sealed. And that is oh. for time and all eternity. So the idea is if you're both worthy then you spend eternity together, but you're sealed with your parents and with your kids, so you can gotcha. go visit your family, and you're still all oh, connected. Cool. In like another, like a unearthly realm Yeah, place. on whatever, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So within Mormon theology, there's this idea that Heavenly Father, Heavenly Mother live on this planet called Kolob, or at this Kolob. place called Kolob. So the idea is wherever, you know... I don't know if we end up on Kolob and it's huge, or if we end up on Astromedon, you know, our own little thing. Right. I don't know. Interesting. So could our Earth just be run by a random Mormon family and <laughs> uh, we're not even the first one? Right. Yeah. Oh, that's trippy to think about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's weird to think, like, there might have been another Christ for a different galaxy. Oh, like every, you know what I mean? For well, like a yeah, different creation then, line, right? a different oh. line of creation. I don't know exactly how that all works. Right. You I know? mean, I guess. If either. there's a couple and they have their batch right. and it's trillions of children and there's right. one savior for all of those children or if right. it's Which like. seems like a lot of work for that guy. Per galaxy or whatever. Right. Well, you know, we say it's tons of suffering, right? Like the, oh. the atonement was very painful for him. He bled from every pore. It's, it's supposed to be yeah. kind of a cataclysmic you know, suffering. He endured a lot. Right, for everyone else. Yeah, right, yeah. right. Huh. So, yeah. Well, so, a, so have you been, uh, <laughs> now that you're back, are yeah. you are you out performing a ton? Yeah, doing, um, hosting Mondays at the at Fourth Wall Cafe. Pam, pam, pam. In North Hollywood, right? Or no, the, just Hollywood the proper? Uh, right across the street. 
you're in. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. I don't have to give away where I live, but it's on Hollywood Boulevard. (laughs) You'll never find me. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, no, you won't. It's a long street. You won't. Uh, So, yeah, it's on Hollywood Boulevard. uh, Right. So I just do that on Mondays, but it's it's nice. It's the morning mics. Oh, okay. The earliest one is 11 a.m., and then I'm done by like 3 p.m. Yeah, that's great. So you can do all the evening stuff if you need. Yeah, and I can still go to, you know, we go to the improv doing stuff like that. Right. And do you find a different caliber of comic who's going at 11 versus when you were hosting in the before times at night? Yeah, actually, um, I find the comics that come late night, uh, it's 50-50, honestly. Like, On and it's, quality. Yes, exactly. Uh-huh. On late nights. In, but, like, a lot of the morning time people are actually, like, really take it seriously. Because, like, yeah, my house, I bet. Oh, and a lot of them just don't have jobs, to be honest. <laughs> sure. <laughs> or maybe do this uh, full time. Yeah. So they have the luxury to do it to, early. And yeah, it and they want to do it early so they right. can... Or like, yeah, or warm up for their shows and right, stuff like that. Right, right. Oh, Which that's you, fun. Yeah, so you're still doing your show. Um, still doing show? Clean Up? Yeah, we're taking I did it a couple months ago. Yeah, did you have fun? I did have a lot of fun. It was actually a lot great. of fun. Thank you. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah, it's, it's a, a great show. It's a good stretch for me because like, I just swear like a sailor. And I can't, like, so almost like to the point where, like, I don't do it intentionally. It's right. just how I speak. Sure. And it's nice, like, figuring out a different way to speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For that, for the room. Right, right. Any challenge is good. I have yeah. been invited. We're recording this on a certain day in history. Um, so this will probably come out after I've done this show. Uh, oh, okay. Good. But and it went great. Yeah, it went awesome. Anyway, <laughs> July 3rd, I'm going to be at the improv doing Dirty Church, which is... Oh, nice. You need to do your dirtiest material. Oh, so it's nice because it's a relative... Right, so like right. my dirtiest material will not be as dirty as other people's material. So, I mean, that's a that's a. Hell so of we'll ask. see how it goes. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Which I'm sure you could get there, I guess. But like, yeah, like just, it, just dirty as in like filthy sexual stuff. Is that what it's going to be? I think it's just like blue collar stuff. Oh, so like some people, you know, some people might take the route of like swearing and being, you know, I I'm see. sure it's going to go sexual for a lot of people. Do you know where being blue comes from? No, do you? Yeah. Back okay. In the, back, so back in the early days of, uh, and I could be wrong about the exact time, but um, back in the early days of like vaudeville and stuff, uh, they would send you, uh-huh. all these clubs would send you a blue piece of paper. Oh. And it was all the words you weren't allowed to say. Oh. Right? And they'd have everything typed up on it, and you'd get the blue envelope with the blue piece of paper. And so yeah. if you went blue, that means you said <sighs> the things on the blue piece of paper. Gotcha. I know, because I always thought it was like... I thought it was related to blue collar. Me too, but that's just... they're dirty people. <laughs> <laughs> I think that just is because they used to just only make sure it's out of denim for poor people. Yeah. <laughs> So it's called blue collar. And then white collar, I think, more comes from... Uh, Up office, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're like wearing that. a dress shirt. Yeah, so b- being blue and blue collar have nothing to do with each other. That's crazy. I had no idea well, for there you go. years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you learn something new every day. Me too. <laughs> so I want to talk to you about now. We can move into kind of the other half of this now yep. that we've caught up. It's I so know. good to see you. You too, man. I've missed you. I know. You too. Oh, man. So for for listeners who are coming back to this... There might be some new ones. There might be some old ones. Right. Remind us how you were brought up. Because you uh, were brought okay. up somewhat religiously. Yeah, so like uh, I say on stage usually that I was raised Pentecostal, but that's more my mom's side of the family, uh-huh. right? And I, I went to a few Pentecostal revivals when I was younger, Yeah, which are crazy. Okay? <laughs> yeah, now these are the like Revelation, Book of Revelation oh, yeah, people, man. right? These are the All fire the, brimstone yeah. Christians, the ones that are like slapping the piss out of you to heal you. You know what I mean? Like, they really, truly believe they can heal 
And yeah. like, it's just like a guy named Larry. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. let me touch you. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> right. those guys. and like, like, especially Southern Baptist Pentecostals, which is kind of like my family's all from either Kentucky or West Virginia. So uh-huh. it's the, that brand. And I even have uh, on my dad's side, uh, my uh, great uncle Mossy. He's a Pentecostal uh, pastor. Okay. So he, so know, he's in it. Yeah, he is. And like, they do the, they don't necessarily do healings or anything like that, but they are just, I think they're, just happen to be Pentecostal because they're pretty okay. chill about it. Yeah. And they even do like plays at their church and oh, stuff. Oh, that's great. Which most Pentecostals are fun is not an option. Like yeah. that is not a thing you're allowed to do. <laughs> yeah. Like well there's yeah. degrees in every oh yeah you know scope. Yeah and even in Pentecostals like you got you got the furthest crazy you can get which is like the snake handlers which right. I get a few of those in my family. Yeah. Uh so you, which is just bananas. Yeah. Like I mean that's wild. I know. I'm not one to tell anyone how to live but don't live that way, okay? <laughs> don't pick up snakes testing your faith. Exactly. And well, anyone worthiness. Yeah, no, and I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings but I doubt any snake handlers are tuning in right now. I, yeah. Uh, I don't think they listen to <laughs> They might. And know. you know what? More power to you. Yeah. Hey, yeah if, if, if you're a, a snake handler and you're really trying to expand your horizons, I'm very proud of you. <laughs> right. Put down the snake. <laughs> uh, yeah, because yeah. I have a bit where I talk about they uh, like they have anti-venom around. And right. They get bit all the time now. And the leader, the guy who started to get killed by a diamondback. Jeez. Because they apparently at first were like, we don't need anti-venom. We believe this. And right. then they really needed the anti-venom. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, because also You're dealing with a wild animal. Yeah, it's a snake. It has nothing to do with the <laughs> devil. It's just a, a snake who was minding its own business and yeah. you picked it up. Yeah, like even even it uh, doesn't matter. Right. So uh, the extremes like that, but I was raised more. I think just Baptist, I guess you would call it, or sure, normal Protestant kind of thing. Like, yeah, which in certain places there's not much of a difference. It's right. Kind of like I mean, you go to church, you believe in Jesus. Yeah. You need to be and saved. Those are the requirements. Like, uh, be I, nice. I had a christening when I was a, ch- a baby. Oh, okay. You know, I was born. I think I was baptized when I was like, I don't know, 10. Yeah. Like that. 10 months or 10 years 10 old? 10 years old. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Someone threw water on me. I don't really remember. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> but mainly, right. uh, me growing up, which, like my parents were, I almost called them, uh, they're just lazy Christians in the sense that like, yeah. especially when I was growing up. We're like, they didn't really want to go anymore. Like, they were like, this is fine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, they didn't make it a mandatory thing for me to believe. When they found out I didn't believe when I was in high school, though, or have lost my faith, uh-huh. they were upset about it. But when I asked them why, they couldn't figure it out oh, either. Because they just stopped. They, they also never went. <laughs> they just knew in their head, like, I have to be Christian because everyone in this town is. Uh huh. And when, they, when I said I wasn't anymore, they were like, well, w- why? <laughs> so it was never yeah. a problem. And like, you were sort of like, is that really important to you? Yeah, I was like, since when did you guys care? Because so, like, we stopped going, I was probably, uh, I don't know, 11 or 12, something yeah. like that. Okay. Like pretty much all stopped going. And really the main times I would spend in church was uh, um, Bible camp or whatever they called it. Yeah, know, sure. I think, what, what is the name for it? It's... Um, there's like youth camps or well, really, it was just a week where all the kids would come to the church uh-huh. and they would like have games and stuff like that. Sure, it was just a way to see your friends you wouldn't see. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So I thought church was dope. Yeah, right. The only thing I remember from uh, a vacation Bible school is what they called it. Oh, nice. So it was just like a week or two. Yeah, and you go every week and do Jesus stuff. And then you activities. go home at night. Yeah, and then exactly. you go back. Yeah, for the day. all day. Yeah, it was kind of a way for like to have school without having school. Yeah, to like get the kids out of the but house a focused curriculum on righteousness. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. the Lord. Yeah. Um, and I, the the only thing I really remember from it is uh, 
at one point a guy filled a room full of air mattresses. Oh. And he said, this is what it was like for Jesus to walk on water. And okay. then we all tried to walk on him, and we all fell down. And I was like, well, apparently it wasn't. <laughs> he didn't fall. He was chilling. Yeah. <laughs> or like, I think the, the, the message he was trying to get across was like, this is what it would feel like if you didn't, if your faith was shaky or something like oh, that. Oh, interesting. And it just turned into a bunch of kids. Like jumping. Peter, it was Peter on the water. Yeah, exactly, where he was like, oh. And then he but, sank. Yeah, he did exactly. okay, and then he yeah, exactly. faltered. Which, hey, good for him. You yeah, know? hey, taking a couple steps on water, I've that's wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. just sink every time. Right, right. Uh, but that was my relationship so that, with him. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, and then you, le- you, you kind of left your faith in high school-ish. Yeah. High school, yeah. yeah. I'd say 15, 16. Okay. When it became what I call insufferably atheist. <laughs> oh, which is, oh you went on the ante. Well, there's, yeah, yeah, yeah right, for right, sure. Right, right, because, right. like, when you lose your faith in everyone around you still has it. Like, yeah. any young person who becomes an atheist or an agnostic, for some reason feels the need to start telling everybody. Right. Or because I debated with my friend who was a born-again Christian like, at lunch every day when I was 16. It was insufferable. Yeah. Like, it was not fun. Yeah. But that's kind of just what happens. But then now I'm... I, yeah, well... <laughs> right, sweet. <laughs> yeah. Well, it also changes because you're in that kind of influential age, and yeah. you're also taught... Typically in Christian faiths, you got to convert people, you know, go right. out and so do missionary it, it's work. It's almost a carryover. Yeah. So it's like, okay, but then if you're bugged about people talking to you about it and you're like, I, yeah. I don't believe in it, then yeah, you're going to naturally have a debate about it. Right. So exactly. anyway, uh, okay. And then, okay. So then p- pandemic hits. Yeah. You exit, you know, I mean, high school, you exit that phase of like, I got to convince everybody they're lost. Oh, right. In this yeah, terrible, yeah. and then, you know, adulthood. Go back and watch the episodes that we've done because they're I'm great. I don't even remember what I said, but I I'm don't, sure I don't it's remember either. the same stuff. But, you know, you, you get comfortable with your relationship or non-relationship with divinity. Right, yeah. And then pandemic hits. Right. Does that change anything for you these last three years of being like, oh, my gosh, is the world ending? Is this For me, no, because like, I would even classify myself now as agnostic, meaning, like, uh, there's no way to know. Okay. Anything. Gotcha. Right? I also think, like, even even when it comes to science, like, there's going to be, like, just think about the last 30 years. Like, in 1994, we discovered the first exoplanet. Mm-hmm. Okay, that means the first planet that exists outside of our solar system. Right. The very right. first one, not till 1994. Yeah. And now we've discovered, like, thousands and thousands. They're every, now we know that every single star has a planetary system attached to it. So Every crazy. single one. Yeah. And I mean, like, if that's just 30 years. Right. Like, imagine the <laughs> we're going to know. And another <laughs> 30 years. Because, yeah. like, there was people even it, when I was born in 1990 who were like, no, these stars don't have planets. Right. And certain of it. Interesting. Right. And yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah. I think I think when the pandemic hit, like, I don't think I thought about faith or spirituality much, honestly, because yeah. I sort of hit this place where, like, I'm okay with existence just being yeah if that makes any sense yeah it's almost a zen place right? yeah yeah you know, sure sure yeah because it's like i like it really bummed me out in my early 20s i would say like having the thought that i don't think uh life has any meaning because mm-hmm. i don't think it does personally I don't oh think you don't any reason for this interesting i think so it it's is. just molecules who collided i just and think boom, it's a happy here. accident it's a we are a bob ross painting all right and someone made a bush we're a lottery okay? yeah like yeah total chaos right yeah. especially like and also, like, I get where religious people are coming from in the sense where I'm like, uh, you know, they say God works in mysterious ways, or they say, 
Like right. everything happens for reasons beyond our understanding. Sure. And like, I get that, but like what a dick move for that homeless guy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, so yes I can't and no get behind that. Right. Right. Everything right. happening for a reason. Cause I'm like, yeah. And I don't get behind that either. Really? Okay. That's I mean, interesting. not in the sense that they mean it. I don't oh, think, I, see. Okay. I don't think, I mean, you know, people are homeless for a reason. It's not always their fault. Sometimes it is. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. And again, a reason. But like whether right. it's theirs or not, or if right. it's good or bad. But I don't yeah. think God is like orchestrating things. You know what I mean? A lot, like, of, a lot of them, my kind of Christians. Yeah. No. 100% everything. planned. Everything yeah. Every, is God's plan. Yeah. Right. And because I don't. I was even taught down, like, uh, that God knows down to how many hairs you have on your head every single day. Right. That's how planned everything is. Right. And I'm like, that is bananas. Yeah. Like, that to me is abject nonsense. Like, yeah. Well, and see, I think. It's because I don't view God as like, I don't view him necessarily as like the clockmaker, you know, where he oh, makes something and walks away and just watches it happen. I don't right. believe in that either. But I also don't think he's orchestrating, you know, child deaths or right. cancers. Which is or, what kills me about planned creationist kind of people. Yeah. Like, is God making negative things happen? Right. So I take issue with the planned stuff. I think well, he also lives stuff outside. free will. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like, if he gave exactly. us free will, which every. Christian Bible believes. Right. Then how is he controlling everything that happens? Yeah. No, he's not. Exactly. So either we have free will or we don't. Yeah. See, I think he lives, he, you know, they live outside of our time constriction. Right. And so they just, the reason he knows is because he sees it. Right. It's happening now for him. Everything is happening now for him. And you know, I can buy into, uh, not, I hate to say buy into that, but like, if you even look at um, theoretical, like, fourth-dimensional brains... Right, yeah, this is exactly... Yeah, literally yeah, yeah. just means they perceive all in space of time all at once. Right. Which is totally theoretically possible. Right. So I don't see any reason why there couldn't be an omnipresent beings like that. Right. The The question I always have is, like, well, do they create the universe, or are they just super-evolved creatures out there? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Were they also once a tadpole, and then they... Right. But their galaxy has been around for, you know... Yeah. ...a proper 13 billion years. They were the first, and right. now they're, like, energy balls that float around just <laughs> with people or something. I don't yeah. I don't know. I have yeah. no idea. Well, I think, I think there's... The, the yes, you right. know, they... With my religion, yes, they were right. us before. Oh, right, yeah. You literally, know? yeah. Yeah, and then... They did all the right things, and now there right. you are them. I guess so my particular take on it, and especially during the pandemic, was uh, um, I guess I just took the more of the humanist element of it. Like I got more, I would say, politically left, and, and that means not like – because I find that the people during the pandemic uh, who were the most right-wing were the most – they were just the meanest about it. <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah, like... I th- I, anyway, I'll let you finish. Yeah. I don't mean, like... I don't mean everybody, obviously, but I mean, like, the... Yes, you do. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Every right winger can suck my... <laughs> d- okay, no. Uh, but no, most of the, like... I, I saw a lack of empathy. I even sure. saw people, especially... I'm a fat man, okay? <laughs> I had people saying... Heard people saying very confidently on the internet yeah. that I even respected as people, like, well, who cares? Only fat and old people are going to die. And I was like, right. I'll fight you. Like, yeah. You, <laughs> I was like, first off, I got vaxxed and boosted, didn't die. Don't be a pussy, okay? That's yeah. But like, I, I saw right. a lot of really mean being said, yeah. and yeah. it made me lean more towards the empathetic side of it. Especially, I lost my grandfather. Yeah. He was ninety four, oh. but yeah. So obviously, COVID. Yeah. Didn't right. stand a f- chance. Right. I thought he was immortal until then. I'm going to be honest. That's crazy. He was ninety four and still working. Yeah. 
But my grandpa is a hundred and got married for the pandemic. Wow. Like the tail end of it. Whoa. It's going to mess up his planetary system, isn't it? I don't know. It might not. I don't know or if polygamy it... is an eternal thing oh, after. It's just yeah. illegal right now because of closed-minded courts. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's very fundamentalist of you. He's <laughs> uh, closed-minded yeah. liberals. <laughs> I would never <laughs> want to have to please I was about to multiple say, women. I know. Both of us is being married. Emotionally, it's impossible. Dude, yeah, I know. I mean, you could barely do one. I know. Most men. How? Even most good men can't do no no and those who are in the fundamentalists yeah like they don't treat i mean i'm sure there's a spectrum there too but i doubt there but i doubt there's the guys with 75 wives and those wives are all like oh no he loves me right you know what i mean yeah they're like oh no no, this is ordained by god so we have to do this exactly yeah at that point it's tough so you kind of took the route of like all the more reason to be nicer to each other because yeah, this could go I, at any moment. I felt the well of empathy and I felt, I saw, yeah. especially like all the protests going on and the horrible stuff. Happening. Right. Right. Like, uh, really just, it made me feel more for humanity as a whole. Gotcha. You know? So I, 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 I would say what the only thing that changed about me, not even on a spiritual level is just my well of empathy. Like I yeah. just felt so bad for everything that's happening and seeing everyone lose their businesses. And like, even my buddy who started his restaurant, he was supposed to open uh, February 2020. Oh, geez. They, he made kind of a punt decision and was just like, let's wait. Yeah. Because he kind of saw the, you know, the fire, or yeah. saw the smoke and was like, yeah. Ah. yeah. And then, of course, everything shut, shut down. down. And, and to be fair to Ohio, they took it like uh, r- just as seriously as California and yeah. New York did. Like they shut everything down. Yeah. Uh, so, like, they wouldn't have been able to do anything. And fortunately, because he saw that he was able to keep pushing things back, his investors were understanding. Right. And But now it's up and running, and it's awesome. And that's great. But, like, I mean, yeah. if he would have opened, because he had originally planned to do it and to open it in 2019, or, or late 2019. Oh, so he would have just gotten started. Yeah. Because he would have had all that product. He yeah. Oh, no, he would have been open. Yeah, and, and he had not hired anyone other than it was, like, the main four. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, God has go. a plan, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Oh, my Praise gosh. Well, uh, I hate to cut this one a little bit short, but I... But no, it's our first one back. It's our first one back. We're getting back in the swing of this. You're going to see Travis I a lot. I want to yeah. do this every every time we do this. You know? Absolutely. I yeah. had to do some over Zoom at the when the pandemic kind of first hit. Which is rough. It was rough. So it'll be nice to have guests yeah. here. Well, we'll have a guest have a sitting where I am. Yeah. And I'll be back to my disembodied voice <laughs> from the distance. Yes. <laughs> We'll, we'll miss him, but we'll bring you on camera as often as we Let's can. Speak in. Hello. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. No. Sweet. Well, any questions for me? Do you, do you have any questions about Mormonism? What's the deal with Mormons? We can end on something where you pick my brain. Oh, uh, I, uh, we talked a bit before we started, but uh, I've been watching a great deal of... You guys have been having a lot of documentaries drop Yeah, recently, people are fascinated rough. with my people. And not even the good ones. Not, no, no pro <laughs> Church of Latter-day Saints. You guys have been... Uh, yeah. And I've watched all of them to study. Okay. I mi- mainly because I missed you. you yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. I missed right. you, and I was like, man, there could be these worse all, Mormons. All these murderers <laughs> remind me yeah. of Seth. Uh, but I would like to next episode if you get the time to watch Under the Banner of Heaven. Okay, I, I want to see what you think of it because yeah. I loved it. I thought it was really compelling because okay. Andrew Garfield's awesome, right? But also, right, the thing that bothered me a little bit was finding out because like the cases are real, murders happened, as you know. Yeah, which 
everybody. Like, I feel like you guys have had way less murders than most <laughs> religions. So you guys kind of get a. You had a two. Re- pass yeah, on you that? had one real bad one I could think of. Right. Not too bad. Right. You guys, your guys' track record's better than most. Yeah. Uh, but uh, 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 his character isn't real. Right. Right. So Andrew Garfield's character is supposed to be an artistic interpretation of a Mormon person, especially as someone who's extremely Mormon, living in Salt Lake. Yeah. Going through the motions. Yeah. And then his journey of faith right. through meeting fundamentalist and these crazy people. Yeah. Yeah. I so, mean the book has been recommended to me. Yes. As well. I've as heard an interesting the book read. is meaner. Yes. I've heard the book the book was not written by someone who likes the Mormon no, religion. Not at all. And was really mean to you guys. Yeah. And I've heard that the uh it, what it seems to me is that the the movie or the show is like <laughs> yeah, more chill and like at least right. understanding of of belief. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Not like making a mockery of it. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to see it, so I'll I'll, I'll use that as motivation. Yeah, please do because yeah. I want to talk to you about it. Let's do and, it. And uh, yeah, I'm sorry that you guys are uh, having a time. Right I mean, <laughs> it's fine. No publicity I mean, is bad. Publicity, right? <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. No, we're not part of the fundamentalist faith. Exactly. And again, so that's a little uh, you different. Need one wife. Yeah, <laughs> she's we're good. of age, which is good. Which is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Holy smokes. So wild. Yeah. Anyway, Travis, thank you so much. I'm glad this is happening again. I agree. I'm excited to be a part of this again. Yeah, man. So we're going to try to do this every week. Anyway, thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll catch you on the flip. The flip flop. <laughs> there is hope for you today. Come to Jesus. He is the way.